Welcome to Married at the Movies, a podcast where a married couple discuss their often different views on film. This week, we only have one review for you, so let's get right to it. So we just finished watching Prom. Prom is the new Netflix movie that is based on the Broadway musical, and it's about uh, some self-obsessed Broadway musical stars who head to a small town in Indiana to support a local high school girl who just wants to take her girlfriend to the prom. It stars Meryl Streep, James Corden, Nicole Kidman, Carrie Washington, Keegan-Michael Key, Andrew Reynolds, Ariana DeBoss, and Joe Ellen Pellman. And uh, we were actually lucky enough to see this when it was all too shortly on Broadway. We actually saw it twice Twice. humble brag yes uh (laughs) but we will be reviewing this kind of in two parts in the first part we'll be talking about it as a film as the netflix movie that we just watched and only that trying trying to to pretend like we didn't see it on yes doing our best to remove all of the you know preconceptions that we had based on the broadway uh, musical. And then we're going to get into spoilers for the film and for the musical, talk about how they're different, about what we liked, what we didn't like, that kind of things. Um, so, yeah, Monica, let's just talk. What did you think of Prom, the movie? The movie, yes. Keep taking aside that we'd seen it on Broadway and absolutely loved it. Um, I still really enjoyed this movie. If I take a, take away that I had seen it you know, before, knew everything... Um, It has all of, uh, as Paul Hollywood would say, it ticked all the boxes of what um, of what a fun musical should be. Uh, I mean, besides the uh, I would say that they did a good job of not really making all of the music so randomly breaking into song. Yeah, like they they did fit pretty well within the storyline. There wasn't really like a character just looking off in the distance and then just starting to sing. Um, but it had, you know, just the, the musical numbers. It had the cheesy choreographed dancing where everybody at the prom magically knows this dance. Uh, you know, it had um, there's just those things that you don't question, um, like actually in that song that Keegan Michael Key sings, where it's like everybody's dancing along and nobody asks why or mm-hmm. questions why. Yeah. Um, it had all of those great things. It had the cheesy reunions and realizations and you know you see the character the moment that the character realizes all of their flaws and (laughs) it's just such a you know especially in these crazy times right now just to watch a movie uh where you know you can just sort of enjoy it for the ridiculousness that it is yeah um at the same time though this doesn't follow the typical musical style the like theme of like everything is dandy and great like this is unfortunately, it still gave me all the feels and all the cries uh, that, you know, this is it. These are terrible people that done something terrible. And, you know, in the end, it might still all work out, um, but it still touches on some of those themes, which not all musicals tend to do. They don't tend to go too deep on, into, you know, dark themes yeah. Things like that. Uh, I mean... I mean, it's like a barber that murders people, but like... Yeah, but there's always know. kind of, you know, that yeah more heavy emotional song in a musical. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you know, it, your musical is just going to be one note poppy dance numbers. You True, know? but it usually is within the characters where this movie deals with like, this is real stuff that happened. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it's easy enough to say mm-hmm. like, oh, these evil characters are evil, but they're not real. And it's just in this world 
where the things that Emma experiences in this, I believe this was based on an event that, you know, loosely they like heard the story, you know, everything else was sort of fictionalized, but I'm pretty sure a town canceling a prom because, you know, somebody wanted to bring their same sex partner. Mm-hmm. Like that was a thing that happened. So yeah, sometimes you're trying to suspend the disbelief, but you're like, oh wait, no, this does happen. So right, it doesn't it doesn't totally remove me from reality the way that some musicals do. And I'm not saying that's Fair. a bad thing. I'm just saying it's different from other musicals because of that. Yeah, uh, I kind of disagree. I don't think it's that different from other musicals. Mm-hmm. I think you know, like you said, it. it does give you all the feels and there's i think in any musical you're gonna know whether it's worth its weight by the i want song you know or in this case mm-hmm. the i don't want song which okay. is you know typically the the song where the main character lays out exactly what they're looking for you know the part of your world from Little Mermaid. Oh, I see. Okay. The um, uh, others are escaping me. It just can't wait to be king mm-hmm. from if staying with Disney because that's yeah. all I can think of right now. Mm-hmm. And this uh, this musical nails the I want song. But like I said, it's a I don't want song. You know, yes. it's this. I don't want all this attention. I don't want any of this to be happening to me. I don't mm-hmm. want any of this to happen in the world itself. And um, Emma uh, nails that song. I think in the performance in the movie and mm-hmm. the story really ramps up from there. Like, yeah, the story itself is just completely, you know, it's heartbreaking, heart affirming, heart like mm-hmm. warming. It's it, it, it leads you through many, many difficult conversations, emotions. many difficult emotions. And it, it's uh it, it's a great work, whether you're talking about a movie or a play, mm-hmm. you know, I think just storyline wise. Yeah. Even if you take out the music, yeah. they could, well, I mean, they would need more obviously, but like, it's <laughs> <Right>. still, <laughs> yeah, you need a lot more. Yeah. I mean, still need a good hour of stuff, but it's still, the characters are still decent on their own. It's not, the music doesn't, um, the, the movie doesn't depend on the music. Right. It, but yeah. it, you know, it helps propel the plot. And right. And things. in, you know, true musical fashion, it's the most heightened bits of emotion to sure. get the songs. So the those songs could be written out just as very heavy dialogue Absolutely. scenes. Absolutely. And it would still, you know, it would be different, much, much different. Well, yeah, sure. And that's flashy. probably much more of a downer. Yes. But, but it, it, it would be successful, mm-hmm. I think, from a character arc, story arc, you know, yeah, here. absolutely. The character development is definitely there. I, I like how and it might have been the same in the musical, but at least through the way the movie did now, I like that they never really fully like show you Dee Dee like being good. Like even by the end, she's still sort of like, I don't know how to do these nice things for other people with no you know, benefit of my own. Yeah. It's it's kind of like they don't, um, they don't magically make her Mm -hmm. an amazing, great person. Right. Because she's these years of being a celebrity and only caring about her. I think they did a good job of not making that like super cheesy. Yeah. Where she's just like, oh, I get it now. It's about living for other people. And Mm -hmm. um, that I think that's really fun. And Meryl Streep killed it. Yeah. Before we get into performances, I think that, that that's not to say that the movie is devoid of those 
cheesy moments where oh, I gosh, think it, no. it completely lets down. But I think we need to kind of tackle those in spoilers because there is a, you know, something happens before the end of Act One, <laughs> you know, um, that I think is is a bit of a surprise. So yes. I, I don't want to ruin that for any of our, our listeners. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, let's talk about performances. Yeah. Meryl Streep brought it. Yeah. I did not think she had... Um, the, I mean, she had a good voice, but I didn't yeah. know she could belt mm-hmm. the way that she did. I didn't think she had that range. Yeah, this character really demands a lot from mm-hmm. that singing voice. Yeah. And I thought she handled it all with aplomb. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have a problem with aplomb? <laughs> no, this is cute. That's <laughs> <laughs> how I talk. Um, let's talk about James Corden. Yes. Because I'm not sure that I like James Corden. Okay. Like I've seen the, you know, the YouTube clips where he's got like a mm-hmm. hundred kids versus two uh, LA Galaxy players or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, yes, he's charming. He's mm-hmm. funny and he's fine. But to me, he's like a palatable Josh Gad, I think. Okay. Where he's not. Yeah, guys, Sean um, hates Olaf. I don't. So I just want to, I just want to put that out there now. I don't hate. He hates Olaf. Olaf. So he's trying to tell you that he doesn't, but he hates Olaf. He is by far, <laughs> hands down, the worst part of the Frozen films. Wow. <laughs> that's See, all that, I'm that's, saying. That's rough. That's, I mean, it's a high bar to, you know. I think Hans is the worst part of Frozen. He's well, but he's designed to be bad. Yeah. He's not bad in terms of story yes. and effectiveness. You just hate things that are adorable and funny. Yeah, exactly. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, James Corden is like really charming and his American accent is not distracting. I will say that. Oh, yeah. He's British. Yeah, he's British. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously it wasn't distracting for no, me because I totally it's, forgot. It's good. It's believable. And I think oh, yeah. it, it didn't affect his singing voice too much either. Like no. he was still able to uh, emote and hit. Mm-hmm you know, range with his American accent. It's not like it drug him down to the worst, you know, least common denominator. Yeah. And to be honest, I thought um, this was, you know, they're getting James Corden because he's James Corden and he's sort of like a thing right now. You know, like I wonder, <laughs> well, I mean, I always wonder like, why didn't they go to the Broadway people to do this show? Yeah. And you know, it's, it's unfortunate because there were some fantastic. Yeah. So is it, there. is it just because they think that they're not going to get anybody watching it if you don't have a Meryl Streep in it. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's so it it's just unfortunate because most of the um Broadway actors it would have been really cool to see them. Would have been fantastic. You know, and as well some of them. We'll talk about that later. But the, the problem is Netflix probably believes that you can't, you know, put out a movie with those names and people will watch it. Exactly. You so you need James Corden. And so I thought I had sort of low expectations for him. Just I mean, I've seen him, like you said, do the bits and yeah, he's got a good voice when mm-hmm. he's just singing you yeah, know, a song from Hamilton or whatever. Or, yeah. yeah. Um, but I was very impressed, not just by his um, voice, but his acting ability, too. Mm-hmm. Like he had his character had a lot of like heartfelt yeah. moments. Yeah. Um, but then you know, part of me thinks like he's kind of a big nerd, especially when it comes to Broadway stuff. Like he gets sure. And I think like when he first found out, I like to picture in my head when they're like, his manager or whatever calls him is like, hey, I'm getting you an audition for a role of the prom, which he probably knew the musical because he's been yeah. in musicals. And they're like, and they're they're thinking Meryl Streep for Dee Dee Allen. I just have this image in my head of like James Corden, <laughs> like in his kitchen, like getting a phone call and then like freaking the hell out because he's like, oh, my God, I'm going to be a movie with Meryl Streep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I 
don't know that he had to audition, to be honest. I feel well, like, like it was oh, probably whatever. just his. He, yeah. Um, but just that, like, once he knew he was working with Meryl Streep, I yeah. feel like he's, he just, you know. Yeah, he's had a, a big couple of years with this and um, Cats as well. Oh. Like, mm. big, well, big casts, I'll say, not uh, as yes. far as quality of movie. This is way less creepy looking than yeah. Cats. And, you know, we we didn't see it, but. Um, let's Don't talk think about, we need to. Let's talk about Keegan-Michael Key. Yeah, also surprising. Well, I'm mean, not surprised by his acting ability. No, because he's I love a great him, actor. But he does have one song in it, and I was a little nervous for it. But it did yeah. sound, uh, it did sound nice. It sounded great. It sounded like an actor who is, you know, adept at his craft, who is vocal coached to mm-hmm. sing yeah. where he can, mm-hmm. and to not, you know, go into like, you know seal territories and some, <laughs> somewhere that he can't do you know i wasn't even sure if they were gonna keep that song because his song isn't necessarily crucial to the like when you said that you could take the song and just put it into words yeah like his song is you know like a ballad it easily could have been incorporated without being a song yeah and i could see him uh, them changing that song into like this real like manic monologue Mm -hmm. that he would give you know he gets that like really great excited energy yes substitute teacher or whatever Mm -hmm. you know um, or anger and luther luther yeah obama's anger translator yeah Yeah. there's also this weird thing about keegan michael key where i feel like he is the absolute perfect like principal like the Mm. middle school principal i thought you were gonna say specimen and i was gonna agree with you he's a specimen (laughs) he is you know he's a good looking dude he's He's charming as hell (laughs) Um, but principal, you're right. He, he does just fit that has role. that look. He looks really good in a sweater vest mm-hmm. and a, like a tie. Um, he can rock a bow tie if he needs to. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't know. He's that kind of like the guy that, you know, really cares about the thing that he's doing. And sure. like he brings an earnestness to his roles mm-hmm. that is just like so infinitely watchable. And like we've been rewatching a show called Playing House that was on USA. Mm-hmm. And like he's great in that because yeah. he he's that, you know, it's principles are kind of by nature put upon. And I think yes. he wears that role really well. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I yeah. think um yeah, no, I think he did uh he did a very good job. And there were some there were some lesser known people then. Um, well, wait, we got Nicole Kidman. She's not lesser known. Yeah, she's not, not yeah. lesser known at all. No. Um, I mean, she's great. She she's, did. Yeah, she did. That character. The producers, like, it's almost kind of the same vibe. Yeah, that character's not, you know, you just need a good voice and long legs to play that, yeah, <laughs> that check, character. Check. Yeah, Moving on. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she's, she's still actually better than I thought she would be. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't have, like, a weird accent going on. Mm-hmm. It, was, it just seemed like American. Now I do know that okay. she's not American, <laughs> okay. but I was she's like, where you're going but she, that. well, cause she's like one she's of those, she's really... Australian, but she always has these like weird and her voice is like really breathy sometimes. And, mm-hmm. and I'm sort of Australian, but English. And it's like, it's, it's weird. She okay. has, even SNL is making fun of her for that this week. Sure. 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 Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. Okay. But she, okay. Didn't. And then uh, to round out kind of like the top, you know, um, at least the the Broadway side of things, mm-hmm. uh, Andrew Reynolds just kills it in, oh, in is, his role as well. Yeah. Um, well, Carrie Washington's a bigger name than him, though. Right, but she's yeah. a smaller part, so yes. that's what I mean. She was a, she was okay. 
Yeah, she and, was she was fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't, I didn't like think her voice was like, yeah, anything to write home about. She doesn't have a lot to do really no. as that character. She's pretty one note. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Joe Ellen Pellman, who played Emma, was fantastic, was excellent. Yeah. I know we're not like comparing to Broadway yet, but the she had big shoes to fill. Yes, in terms of vocal performance, and I thought she did it an excellent job. All right. So mm-hmm. as a movie, I think we both very, very much enjoyed it. Absolutely. Um, there's, you know, there's some cheese and there's some stuff that, you know, makes you roll your eyes. Mm-hmm. But most of it in that, like, good musical sense, like, sure, that had happened. Mm-hmm. And not in the what are they doing type sense. Yeah. No, you're right. It was all it was still all pretty believable. Mm-hmm. Like there weren't any ridiculous things that happen. Unfortunately, yeah. there are parts of the movie that are very believable yeah. that they could happen. So nothing um nothing storyline wise was terribly unbelievable except when we get to the spoilers. Yeah. Something with Carrie Washington I thought was a little yeah unbelievable. Yeah. So um if you've seen the the Broadway musical, watch this. If you haven't seen the Broadway musical Watch Still this. watch this. Yeah, it's it's totally worth In fact, I would love to hear from people that watch it that hadn't seen the Broadway show. Yeah, please let us know what you think, because there are some things that probably uh, bugged us that might not have bugged you because you don't know the differences, mm-hmm. you know, and because you don't know any better. <laughs> I was trying not to say that. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's what you're thinking. Kinda, <laughs> the burden of knowledge. <laughs> Pretentious yeah. assholes. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, we sound real privileged here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so let's move into spoiler territory. So we're going to yeah. talk about things that happen. So mm-hmm. I would say don't, you know, don't listen to this. Pause the podcast. Go watch the Go movie. Go watch the movie. Then come back. Come back. And we'll do our, our our ratings at the end of the spoiler section, at the end of the compared to Broadway type thing. Yes, because um, you will have, there is a big heartbreaking moment. Yeah. And if you know what's going to happen, it it's not as, right. you know, it's not as heartbreaking yes. when you see it happening. Oh, yeah. So, okay. Spoilers now. Now. Yeah. We'll do some VFX. Enter sound so, effect here. Something. Yeah. This story, this movie, this musical or whatever, absolutely destroys me. Yes. Like, just, it hurts so much when, Mm. so the whole thing in the the beginning, you know, they're trying to to give her prom, like Mm -hmm. normal prom with her high school. Mm -hmm. And so they set it all up and everything's going to go good. And then she shows up to an empty gym. When the rest of the school is, you know, not there. Yeah, they and secretly plotted and planned yes. to move the prom somewhere else without telling yes. her. And when we saw this on Broadway, Oof. like, I lost it. Yes. Like, it took all the air out of my body. Like, and it was also at the, it's the very end of the act. Yeah, it's like the it very ends, end of act one. It ends with that. Yeah. With line. The, Tonight belongs to Well, them. yeah, the song is yeah. Tonight belongs to... To you, and it's all about her. And then um, they do. There are some things that the stage was able to do. I think better. Like the the stage, they had it like they were both on the stage at the same time, and it was like. But you yeah. still understood they were at two different locations, right? But what they did with the lighting, yeah, is like they put 
you know, the, um, like the one prom location in lights and then dark. And then it was just mm-hmm. her. And then like tonight belongs to them. Yeah. And then it just goes dark. Yeah. So the, <laughs> the cross cutting in the film kind of takes away the fact that you still see the other one. Like if it still exists at the forefront yes. of your vision, mm-hmm. you know, in the Broadway um, play. No less effective though. I think Oof. the performances in those scenes, especially just tear you up. It's hard. Totally gutted. Oh my goodness. Because you, you can't, you don't want to believe that people are that evil, that an entire school could be behind that and be that evil and parents Mm -hmm. to be that evil. Mm -hmm. Like there's, there were just so many people that played a role in it and you just don't want to believe it. Right. And you see it on her and it's just like, oh yeah. So yeah, I still cried not quite as much as I did. And, um, yeah. The the music like the live performance, but I definitely still cried here. Mm-hmm. Oh, was, for sure. It, for sure. Definitely heartbreaking. Yes. Another part that made me almost cry, and that's a hyperbole, but uh is when they cut the final parts of uh Dance with You. I don't no, you happened. Sorry, you happened. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't understand why they So that I think to me is a a small example of what I think the biggest failing of the ad- adaptation mm-hmm. of the show was. And that was they made it a Meryl Streep and James Corden film. Yes, it was definitely much more focused on the two of them. So much more yes. focused and, on them. And James Corden so much more focused on him even, I yes. think. With, yes, With the addition of his mom. Like yeah, that was well, that that's t- a whole... Well, We'll table yeah, that for that now one, yeah, because sure. that's a whole that was, rant ugh. that I'm going to go on. Yes. But I think, it. yeah, there was the scene with them in the hotel where they're like talking for what felt like 15 minutes. Yeah. It was just like, get to another song. I want a song. Mm-hmm. Like, it can be a sad song. I don't care. But this should be a song. Yeah. And it just, I think it really minimized Emma and uh, Alyssa. Absolutely. And that to me is kind of a, a really big sin mm-hmm. of the film. Especially since it's supposed to be about them, like caring less about themselves and more about others. Right. You know, and it yeah. really, um, yeah, definitely cutting out. Yeah. I mean that, that part of the song is it's great. It shows, it helps show how they're in love and want to, mm-hmm. you know, I was, um, what the song lyric is like, I was sad and hopeless, mm-hmm. you know, but then something true happened and, yeah. you know, change my world entirely, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And that it just stopped. And you're right. Like, okay. Which just and happened. It, and it felt Oops. like super abrupt. Yes. Like I, I would be very interested people who didn't see the show before watching the movie. If, if they, they felt, were like, yeah. wait, what? Did that like, song just it, end? Just, it just kind of like it, it ends with like in the middle of what feels like a verse. Yeah. It's very, very strange. And they mm-hmm. did that again. They cut another song short. Acceptance song. Yes. Oh, the acceptance so song, which is, I can see, okay, if you're going to cut something, mm-hmm. that is the one that you can cut. Because all you need to do is establish the fact that these people are falling on their face in, at a monster truck Yes, rally. but it's so funny. It is very, very funny. And there's more, they, they could have gotten at least one more verse. They should have they, had Dee Dee be embarrassed like that. Yes. Because it would have helped her character turn. Mm-hmm. You know? But, yeah, I don't know. It, I'm less mad about that, I guess, yeah. is, you know, then, what it comes to. But then you happened? Yes. Yeah. Because that doesn't minimalize 
anybody's like feelings. Mm-hmm. You know, it's True. just a song. It, it's like it's literally a humor song. Yes. You know, so but it's really funny. It, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it looks out easier. Is what I'm I guess so. Say. Okay, so I think now we really need to get into the mom of it all mm-hmm. because mothers in the film mm-hmm. and mothers in the show very different are portrayed totally mm-hmm. totally differently mm-hmm. do you want to start with barry's mom or do you want to start with Alyssa Green's mom? uh let's start with barry's mom because okay. it's like it's like what you were saying that so much more focus of the movie was on dd Dee Dee and barry yes and so then we and it is in the in the play or in the broadway one there is talk about his parents. Yeah. You know, he left, he left home and it's like his parents didn't really fight for him to stay. So Mm -hmm. they're, um, when, sorry, when they, when he tells them that, um, he's gay. Right. So you feel for that, but it's more, you can see that he sort of has a right to like relate to Emma and Mm -hmm. feel what she's feeling. Exactly. And it's like, okay. You know, history repeat itself. It's, it's a guy who's been there. And wants to help her. Helping her, right? And then... And there's never any... I believe in the show, I think he calls his mother. He might... And he might leave, like, a short voicemail. Well, is it at the end of, um, Barry's going to prom? Does he, so. like, say, like, mom? Like, like picks That's, up a phone yeah, and calls her, so, just says, like, mom or something? Yes, I think as he's, um, Like, you're not going to believe this or something yeah, like that. Which is another thing, a very minor thing, small tangent, but... I wanted more in Barry's going to the prom. I wanted more of him dancing in the hotel room yeah, it was because good. I thought that would be more effective than him dancing with a 12 year old that was supposed to be him in high school. Yeah, it was when so there's weird. There's no way that kid's in high school. Yeah, that was very strange. That was so annoying. Yeah. Um, but then we have this, then Meryl Streep or Didi like calls his mom is like, yeah. I called her and brought her here for you. And, like, honestly, that's really none of her business. It really... Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they're good friends, so, yeah, like... Yeah, but, like, she can't relate... You don't know relate, the total relationship. But she can't relate to that. That's not, like, you and your mom got in a fight, and I think it's important for you to talk to her. Like... That's fair. Yeah. This is... I came out, and my parents didn't support me, and I left home, and I've never heard from them since. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, I think you should talk... Like, who is she? Yeah, that's a good point. Who that's is she point. to say that? Yeah. But then... And then Tracy Ullman shows up, who's yeah. playing... Uh, Barry's mother at a school randomly like yeah. so you called her and then brought him down as random high school and yeah. then they have the timing just happened to be perfect that they, they have had. this like I don't want to sound cynical but it's mm-hmm. like manipulatively cathartic mm-hmm. scene where they completely kind of let her off the hook yeah I feel like but then they you know kind of skirt around because the dad's still not on board and yeah. that's like stereotypical as well like mm-hmm. a little bit if you want to get in um i just i don't know i it felt dishonest to me well and did it it didn't even need to be there right like, yeah. okay it's unfortunate well i also think in the play barry glickman's character is much older than james corton is portrayed yeah, yeah that's so fair. like to me barry glickman's character in the play Mm-hmm. If he had connected with his mom, she would have been like 80 years old. Mm-hmm. Like he, you know, they're like washed up actors. Yeah. Like, you know, where Meryl Streep and James Corden have like a big age gap in this. Right. So, yeah. um, so I guess because it's like he's younger, it's like, oh, there's still time to save their relationship or something like that. But yeah, yeah I agree. It should have just been, I think it'd be more meaningful if it was left. Like James Corden didn't get to 
you don't have the mother-son relationship that he wanted, but he was able to help Emma, and he sees how happy she is now. Right, right. Because she never get she doesn't get reunited with her parents. Right, yeah. There's and no talk of that whatsoever. Even if you really, like, are dead set on shoehorning in some sort of connection, mm-hmm. just make it a phone call. Yeah. Where the conversation completely happens off screen, because mm-hmm. then, I mean, look, and I, it sounds like I really... You know, I'm coming down pretty hard on this scene, and I I am in terms of it existing. The scene itself is like really, really touching and like yeah. so stellarly acted on both sides. Yes, that it's really hard to like shit on it the way we're mm. doing. But it but just, it's not about him. Like exactly. it's too much about him. Yes, and then the one of the most powerful parts of the ending of the Broadway show for me Mm -hmm. was when Alyssa confronts her mother Mm -hmm. and they're going back and forth and Barry steps in and he, he kind of, he doesn't get in the mom's face, but you know, he says, no, it's right. I forgot. You need to stop because you're going to lose her. And it's, it's this whole thing where like, it's, I'm like kind of getting emotional. I forgot about that. It's, you can you can tell the pain and the heartache that he's been through and he's just trying to help her not necessarily like turn around 180 in the but moment not, and be not okay make the with sta- it. not the same mistake but his mom don't made. completely sever ties and don't ruin this relationship just by what she might be saying mm-hmm. at this highly emotional moment and that doesn't exist I, in man, the movie you know what? At i totally all. forgot about that and that's yeah that's exactly it because of his experience He's there to help Emma. He's there to help Alyssa. He doesn't. He doesn't need to have the the reunion with his mother, right? Or again, like you said, maybe, maybe, maybe it's after that scene then that he calls in the in the musical. There's definitely a phone call to his mom mm-hmm. and just hints at like he might try to reach right. out to her. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, I agree because it's like. Why does Barry get to have his relationship back with his mom mm-hmm. when Emma, there's never talk about her parents yeah. accepting her back in? And then, well, now we can talk about Carrie Washington. Yeah. Where I don't, I don't remember exactly what happened in the Broadway performance. I, I do remember she said, like, after she, uh, after Alyssa outs herself to her mom, she says, mm-hmm. like, oh, the mom says, like, we'll talk about this when we get home. And she does leave. Right, yes. But I don't think she comes back at the end all happy and dancing. She comes back, but it's way more reluctant. Oh, wait, and they and they hug. Yes. That's right. And I think that's kind of, like, one of my criticisms of the film, having seen the show, is that everything's a little more rosy. Everything's yes. a little more happy-go-lucky. Even Emma, at the very beginning, she was kind of... She was smiling through that song. The um, Just Breathe? Yes. Yeah. She was smiling through that and like kind of going through the halls and like, la, 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 la. And yeah. it was, it didn't feel like she was really Trying to get effort. through. Yes. Like the to, song is about just yes. breathe. You, you can get through this. Right. Not and like smell the roses, breathe. Yeah. And they also put her in a pool, which is weird. Yeah, that was weird. Um. Yeah. They So they have swimming and then right after it, they have. Dodgeball? Yeah. <laughs> So it's back-to-back P.E. or, like, double P.E.? Yeah, or, or it was over a certain number of days. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. A- anyway, we're digressing from yeah. the, the important stuff. But I think just everything, everybody gets redeemed 
Mm-hmm. And everybody, you know, has a, a cheerier outlook, Yeah, I think. And that's not to say it's... No, I think it is kind of a bad thing, to no, be honest No, well, because, because Carrie Washington... Um, also, I think the Broadway version does a little bit better job of hinting at Alyssa's mom knows that she's gay. Yes. And that she... You know, she's like, no, you're going to go to prom. You're going to go to normal prom because you're normal and you're normal. Right. And the the line was still there in the musical, but the delivery of it and like, you know, her being so big in the PTA and stopping this prom. I felt like when I watched the Broadway one, it's whatever that actress did or Mm -hmm. however it was written. It made me be like, oh, the mom knows that she's gay and she doesn't want to accept it. So she's going through this extreme of canceling prom altogether. Yeah. And And I didn't get that vibe in the movie. Yeah. It seemed more like she was railing against Emma at that point in the film than it was about like trying to suppress what she knows is true about her own daughter. And then she goes through all of that. She's going to go to cancel a whole prom and then plan a secret one. And then at the end, She's like, oh, Alyssa, all I care about is you. And they yeah. hug and it's beautiful. And there's and a it's like, semicircle of like all and everyone's these clapping. teens around. And yeah, that was that was really like, yeah, y- you're right that you yeah, you want it to end happy. But like also want it to be real. Like, uh, I mean, I can't relate to this to no, this because I'm straight. Yeah. But like, I feel like maybe somebody that, you know, was went through coming out, they might look at this and be like, yeah, right. You mm-hmm. know, like, oh, everybody was just totally okay with it. And my yeah. mom just took a few hours and then she was fine. Right. You know, I, I can't, I can't speak on that because I haven't had that experience. But, yeah. you know, I imagine that maybe it's okay to show like, this is how people might react and they might mm-hmm. not come around right away. Yeah. And I think they they kind of had their cake and ate it too in that sense where the scene where she was like, you know, the the one thing that's always mattered is that you're my daughter and you'll never not be my daughter yeah. thing. But it kinda it kinda came off cheesy. It did. It came out it, it came off like a like a um romantic film. Like the yeah. the grand gesture of the man coming to confront the girl and tell mm-hmm. that he loves her, you know. Yeah. That sort of thing. Where it was it could have been I think it could have been done a little bit differently, even if it was like, look, I can't go into this prom with you. I can't see you with her right Right. now, but just know that you're my daughter and I care about you. And that's all that's important. Right. So if it was almost like, I still love you, but you can't expect me to accept this right now. Yeah. That I feel like like might've been working on it. Yeah. Might've been a little bit more believable. Yeah. Especially if that part that you mentioned was in the, the Broadway when right. Barry steps if in Barry stops and is like, don't make and, this mistake. Yeah. Oh Which, man. Yeah. yeah. And, now I'm angry about that. I and, forgot that that was in the Broadway. Yeah. Movie. And, uh, the actor who played Barry on Broadway, like absolutely nailed that line both times we saw. It. And it's yeah, he's just, all like choked up. And yeah, yeah, it's so good. Yes. And the fact that it was missing here made me so sad. Yeah. Although that, I was not sad to see James Corden's portrayal of this over, um, what's his name in the Broadway one? Yeah, I think his character is a little bit over the top. Yeah, he is. But I mean, you know, I, we know people like that. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I just mean that like, if I'm looking at this, like the 
list of the actors in the movie mm-hmm. versus the Broadway yeah, people. Like which, which one are you picking from like, which to make the all-star cast? Yeah, he's... Yeah. I, I really like how James uh, Corden went, mm-hmm. went about this. And I think it was something about it was just a little more heartfelt or... Yeah. Um, and I, I even liked his, his voice a little bit better, to be honest. Yeah, I think he's more... Um, he's more fit for melody. Mm-hmm. And the, the actor on Broadway was a little bit more of a patter type, you know, yeah. thing. He, he didn't like have the, the belt or like the, you mm-hmm. know, kind of. Well, and he, I feel like he, he plays, he sang every song at like 100% mm-hmm. where James Corden had a little bit more depth, I think. Yeah, that, that might be a, mm-hmm. a factor of, you know, it's on the camera is going to pick up a lot more so you yeah. can do a lot less. But True. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, that's fair. But I mean, everybody else said. Although, I mean, Joel and Pillman was, was excellent as she, Emma. I, I was convinced that they were using the Emma from Broadway's voice in the actual songs because mm-hmm. she was almost note for note dead on. Except with, that one really important except, note. Yeah, that one note at the end of um, Unruly, Unruly Heart, which was... Oh. I, can we just talk about that scene and how beautiful it was? Oh, yeah, except there was so much spinning. Yeah, you hate spinning. There is... Do they only... Because they only afford one camera? Like, I don't understand... <laughs> There were so many scenes, like when um, Dee Dee and the principal are talking in the hallway and they're just spinning around them, it's spinning around them. Because metaphorically, well, they're dancing just, around no, each it other. It just makes me want to throw up. Just yeah. like with two I, cameras, people, they talk, cut to camera one. You talk, cut to camera two. <laughs> boom, boom. I mean, isn't that like basic directing? Shot, reverse shot. Like, so when she was... When she starts singing that song and then she starts spinning in her bed and they all start spinning. The spinning in the bed was, was a like, little weird, especially because the bed was spinning. Yeah, so it I mean, was, the, yeah, like it, it, yeah. it wasn't just the camera. It was yeah. her bed was spinning. Yeah, that was a little odd. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was still was, powerful. But yeah, to me, this is a moment that is much more powerful when it was live. Sure. Because if you remember the scene, like. They had her, like, her bed in the center of the stage, and then they just had these people one by one coming mm-hmm. onto the stage so you could physically see them joining each other. Right. You know, so that at the end, the stage is filled with these people that have heard her song. And then and then the one part, the um, accompaniment drops out, and it's just them in that beautiful chord. Oh, yeah. Get, yeah. And nobody else there ever gets to um, define, 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 uh, and then yeah. they just hold that chord. Yeah. And then, like, I just had tears. Oh, like, yeah. Like, just coming if down. You want to give me goosebumps and high emotionals, like, <laughs> drop out instrumentation and just have a really powerful vocal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and ensemble. it just wasn't. Oh. I mean, they still had the sound there, but, you know, each of them were in their own houses watching, watching on their computer. So it didn't mm-hmm. have the same impact that it did in the stage yeah. production. Yeah, but I still, you know, the the representation of it all and mm. like all the different faces and the different, yeah, yeah. you know, just the the way that all those actors approached that those scenes mm-hmm. were, I thought was yeah, no, it's, it's just one of those things where I'm saying like there's some things that a movie can't do that a stage production can, yeah, and obviously yeah. vice versa, but like, and obviously it is a moment too of like it's live in front of you. So you feel, Oh yeah. You know, the emotion much more. Yeah. Um, it's still a very, very powerful scene. I just, when I watched that, I just also thought about, wow, how it made me feel mm-hmm. in the, in the stage production. It's just so, so powerful. But that song, I mean, those lyrics alone are enough to make me cry. Well, it's fantastic. Um, like just 
you know. And the thing that's about that about that song is that it's written down. I think. What do you mean? It's it's simple. Like it feels like a. We don't get the sense that Emma is like this, you know, singer songwriter. Oh, the actual person. the musicality of the song. The musicality and more so the lyrics mm-hmm. is that it's it's simple. It is straightforward. Oh, it yeah. sounds like something that you know a teenager gr- going through these pains could write. It wasn't like a, you know, a masterpiece. Right. Of, yeah. There's not like interweaving wordplay with mm-hmm. melody and that kind of stuff. Like yeah. it's, it feels very authentic. And yeah. It's a, yeah. Nobody out there gets to define yeah. like, this life I'm meant to leave. Yeah. You're right. It's not like this um groundbreaking. Right. You know, weird. Yeah, it's thing. no Hamilton or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. Like, that would be, yeah, that would be much less heartfelt yeah. if uh, she broke into a rap about it. Well, I didn't mean rap. I <laughs> yeah, just no, mean, I you know, know, layers on layers on layers. Yes. No, yeah. I know what you mean. It is, um, and that, and that is also believable. Um, you know, they tried to get her to go on TV to like tell mm-hmm. her story. Yeah. And she's like, no, I'm going to do it this way. And, you know, YouTube videos, like it, it makes sense that she would have reached people. Yeah. that way and impacted people that way and spread the word about this mm-hmm. new prom and everything. Yeah. Like that's, that's extremely believable. Yeah. And it's cool too, because it shows the difference of approach of these, you know, washed up older generation compared to the new, like the younger people. Yeah. That she's like, I'm going to do it my way. Yeah. You know, she would go viral on TikTok or whatever. Now, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the kids like. <laughs> new Fandango. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fandango. No, that's, that's Fandango. old. Fandango. Yeah. I, that's what I, I said. What said. It was a joke. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, sometimes I mess things up. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I've kind of hit everything that I've, you know, that irked me or that, you know, changed. Were there any changes for the better, do you think? Um, I mean, besides, you know, James oh, Corden. And- I thought, well, I think one of the best interpreted scenes, and I'm trying to remember in the musical, yes, the um, when they storm the PTA meeting mm-hmm. and Dee Dee sings, uh, it's not, a, um, not, about me. not about me. Yeah. They did that really well. It was funny. Yes. It was belie- like, you know, when the the Godspell cast is like secretly going to set up all right. of the things. <laughs> yeah. And um, Keegan-Michael Key's reaction when he sees oh, Dee Dee yeah. and she like touches him and he like touches where she touched him and he's yes. like a little schoolgirl, like all giddy and excited. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was done really well that I actually almost enjoyed that more because it was, yeah. it was funnier. Um, but she like, and Meryl Streep did, did still nail that song. Oh and yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, that was when you knew, like, you, it was like, okay, settle in, because we're going to be fine, mm-hmm. you know? There's always that, like, on the edge of your seat when you watch something that you really love in another form, and are they going to do it, you yeah. know, do well by it on, in this new form? Yeah. I also thought um, Alyssa Green, well, a good thing and a bad thing. Bad thing, I thought they sped it up. It felt faster to me. Oh, the song. Alyssa yes, Green. the song itself, like the tempo of it, that... Hmm. Um, like, I feel like it just went a little bit faster and I feel like it should have been a little bit slower to like process all the things that she was saying. Yeah. Um, like, cause that's another part of the, the musical production when she says, um, cause your mom's convinced if you're perfect, your father might come back. Yeah. In the stage production, the music stopped there. I think there might've been like a little violin or something mm-hmm. and you could hear the audience audibly go, <gasps> Yeah, or, yeah. Oh. It was, yeah it, <laughs> like you didn't it, see that coming. 
hits you real hard. You were like, oh yeah, they haven't previously mentioned the dad, but now I understand. I guess I went yeah. through a divorce and now the mom thinks like, that if she's perfect, she's going to yeah. come back. <gasps> yeah. It's like, there was a, yeah. It's like, like I had a, I had a feeling, but then she like named it. And then, yeah, you know, exactly. Oh. Yeah. And I, I felt like it was a little bit rushed, mm-hmm. but it was cool what a movie is able to do that a stage production wasn't was when she was listing those things that her mom does, they were like flashing to her bedroom where she has like all these yeah. um, ribbons hanging yep. and she's in the debate club and her mom's like standing in the back, like telling her to put her chin up or something like that. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool Yeah, to be able to like visually see all of those. Yeah. Um, those things. Yeah, for sure. But I do think it went too fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if I had it in my head well enough to say whether or not it was uh, sped up or not, but uh, maybe I, I did think it was a little, um, underwhelming that line you know your father might come back i think it was kind of almost rushed over so yeah. maybe it was or know, even if up. like that could have been a place for another like flash like you know all these things they yeah. were like flashing to a room like do we see a guy get into a car and drive away or something yeah. like that does that uh, make it too cheesy might yeah. have been a little on the nose yeah maybe yeah uh, yeah i take that back but yeah um maybe uh, I don't know. I just felt like it was faster or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it might have been. Um, Maybe we'll we'll listen to them side by her, side. Her voice was amazing too. Everybody's everybody's singing voice was oh, fantastic. Yeah. Everybody was great. Uh, the one thing we haven't touched on, which is I think one of both of our favorite songs, uh, at least to watch, I think in the musical mm-hmm. and definitely in the movie, was um, "Love Thy Neighbor." Oh my god! Which is just so funny, so joyous. That was probably done better. It, I, yeah, or diff, it's so differently, differently, yeah, yeah. But, but this they big hit sh- all um, the notes in that song because mm-hmm. there's the comedy when the Godspell people come in. There's mm-hmm. you know the the turn of the kids and you know their acceptance of of Emma mm-hmm. and. But yeah. just it being and like his. being in a mall in front of a fountain, like that's just so great. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> so in the stage production, it's in front of like a 7-Eleven or something. Yeah. It's like a convenience yeah, store. store. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that was uh they also kept one of our favorite um uh comedic moments from the Broadway musical mm-hmm. uh with the the straw. The straw, yes. That they, like they yeah. did the same thing in the in the production. Yep. There was one of my favorite lines from the the stage production, which wasn't in this, is when Trent first hands them the lyrics to the acceptance song. Yes. And Dee Dee goes, you rhymed bigotry with big of me? Yeah. And he's like, yes. Like he's all <laughs> proud of himself. I, I thought that too. And then I thought, you know, maybe they just didn't want to give away the joke. Yeah. Because then once you do hear but then it, they cut it short anyway. So. Yeah, that's true. I don't I yeah. just... I just remember like that being, yeah. even though it is in, in the song later, mm-hmm. that part just made me laugh yeah. really hard. Yeah. I thought he, Trent was, he wasn't an upgrade, but he definitely wasn't a downgrade. Like it no. was completely different, but equally as, as fun because the guy in um, the Broadway show was a little more Dave Coulier, like, you know, like I okay. would see him yeah. on like Full House, like the, whatever the show I forget. Fuller House? No, no, no. The, the show in the movie. Uh, you know. Oh, Talk to the Hand. Yes. yes. Talk to the Hand. Like, I kind of see him as a Dave Coulier type figure. Mm-hmm. But Andrew Reynolds, I think, is a different kind of character in those kinds of shows. And yeah. they, they even said 
in the early 2000s instead of the 90s. So it's like a, it's a, you know, an age shift of the character, which was needed because he's not that old, but Mm -hmm. um, also a different kind of, um, relatability, yeah. Uh You know, it's like, it's a different type of the same archetype. Yes. But played equally as well mm-hmm. as the the other one was. And I think that comes through mostly in, in Love That Neighbor because yeah. it's so, so good. And all the dancing in the mall and the it fountain. Was, the fountain the scene end. was so oh, great. And just, then they did backflips. Like, that is just, that's like the musical that you love. It's so ridiculous mm-hmm. and, and cheesy, but it's just so great to see this musical number. And then like. Yeah. So good. <laughs> yeah, the movie itself is a is a love letter to Broadway in a sense. Absolutely. You know. Um, yeah. I yeah. So highly I highly recommend. Yes, mm-hmm. I think that brings us to everybody's favorite part, which is our ratings. Yes. For the film, yes. this is tough. This is really it, tough because it's really hard to separate. Yes. Our love I, for the stage production. And I don't think for this we really have to. Yeah. You know because like. You, you've read all the Harry Potters, right? But mm-hmm. you can't, like, you can't rate Harry Potter 7 part 1 based on, you know, just yeah. that movie. Like, you're yeah. comparing it to the book. You're thinking about what's happening next. You're thinking about what came before. Yeah. I'm thinking about how they didn't mean to make it into two separate movies. Well, that's yeah, that's thinking. a whole other, you know, <laughs> Hollywood discussion yeah. we could have. I just mean that um, I think that the f- any flaws that I might have seen in this movie... I it's like I excuse it because mm-hmm. I know I'll be like it's okay because they just they just had to do that because it's the movie and they could right. you know on the stage they did this yeah so I it's like you love when you love something so much you're just looking for excuses if they do something sure. wrong you know that sort yeah. of thing yeah so I think I have my I think I have my number okay. in mind though are we still doing half points or is that just for Thanksgiving you can do what you want okay. I will go full points for okay. you know everything unless like I'm so completely torn okay but I think we should say them at the same time or else oh, it's gonna I be I don't know if I have because I feel like mine's gonna be jaded by yours or vice versa because I'm I'm I think the opposite way in that I think to myself look you had the blueprint and you sacrificed story or you sacrificed mm-hmm. emotion or you know genuineness mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not a word yeah. is it um genuity gen- yeah what is <laughs> genuinity gen- gen- earnestness yeah. for <laughs> for whatever i'm an english be it, teacher <laughs> be it star power or length or mm-hmm. you know flashiness so i think i'm grading a little tougher than i think you are okay i don't know there's only one way to know yeah okay on the count of three okay got your number great audio just people listening to yes two people talk over each other for real at the same time <laughs> yeah one two three eight Seven. okay yeah okay you yeah. know i think just the mothers no you definitely brought up some like for me the 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 broadway show is like one of my top five musicals ever it's in I my think. top three Definitely. Yeah, it might be top three. Um, I don't know. Maybe seven's a little harsh. No, I see your point. I, could, I, I probably am more of an eight. And as I think about it more and more, and, mm-hmm. and let's be honest, watch it again. Mm-hmm. I think it will. It does come up. It's just I really don't like what they did with Barry's mom. Yeah. Well, and it's like you're asking people to rate like a remake. 
mm-hmm. you know, or yeah. a cover of a song. Yeah. And when you love the original so much, yeah, people are going to, you know, like, I really liked the live action Aladdin. I yeah. thought it was really good. Yeah. People were hating on it like crazy. Sure. So you have to just sort of like try not to think of it as a remake and think mm-hmm. of something different. So if I really take that all away, I feel good with, with an eight. Yeah. I do. I would, yeah. I would still recommend it. I mean, I'm, you're I'm okay with your seven. You can, you can I, have your seven. I, I shot myself in the foot because I really want to say seven and a half now, but, <laughs> but I can't do that because yes. I drew a line in the sand <laughs> and none shall cross. No, you can. It's okay. Uh, Either yeah. way, people should watch it. No, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's a definitely worth your time. And honestly, it's like, it's it's all too necessary of a story to tell and all yeah. too, you know, unfortunate of... Not to sound cheesy, too. It's important. Yeah, like, I think it's... Yeah. I guess I'm sort of glad if this has the star power to make people watch it. Yeah, then I, mean, I can forgive. Not, not that much. I think a, a one little musical is going to like change people's hearts, right. um, but you know maybe their minds a little bit, or yeah. just or you're thinking about you know the LGBTQ teenagers that mm-hmm. might watch this and right just exactly. give them something to relate to. Just seeing you know seeing two girls kissing, even you know mm-hmm. in a popular Netflix Netflix film, like right. that representation is important either way. Oh, absolutely. 100%. But it's not a crappy movie. No, it's definitely not, and. You know, I was a little worried when they announced that it was coming straight to Netflix. Mm-hmm. You know, little did we know that Netflix was kind of all we would have when it yes. actually ended up coming out, which I think honestly helps. Oh, thank goodness you know? this wasn't yeah in a movie theater. If, if this was competing against, you know, Dune and well, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman <laughs> got pushed after that. Oh, but, but still, yeah. You know, other things like uh, there was supposed to be, I think, another Pixar movie coming out around mm-hmm. now. And you just wonder, would it fly too much under the radar? And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm hoping that this actually gets attention and gets, you know, seen mm-hmm. because it really needs to be seen by some people. And, absolutely, you know, hopefully it finds finds those viewers. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's it for this week's episode. Yes, um, I think so. Yeah. So just to kind of let you know what's coming up, uh, we don't think we're going to do a review for our final two weeks of the year. Mm-hmm. What we're going to do is put together our top 10 lists of the year. Of 2020. Of 2020, which we're going to have to talk about the rules to that. We're going to have to allow streaming services well, and incorporated. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. because I think I've only seen 20 some films in theaters this yes, year which but is then, low for us yes that's about you know a, a fourth third? of what yeah. i saw last year um but are we going to allow movies that we saw for the first time in 2020 but didn't come out in 2020 so uh, yes i i think i want to try to limit it to 2020 but maybe 2019 yeah 2020. well there's always that weird you know yeah. sometimes films get made in 17 but they're distributed in 19 mm. so you know that kind of thing yeah we can but, discuss that later. yeah so next week you're gonna hear the bottom half of both of our lists of mm-hmm. our top 10 and then the week after that you're gonna hear our top Five five films of 2020. And um, if you know anything about me, I love putting together lists. He's a list guy. Maybe we'll, you know, make a a separate list of um, TV, do that on one episode, and then maybe another list of just, you know, random miscellany Mm -hmm. uh, that we can talk about, you know, games or, um, you know, podcasts. Do like lists. Yeah. Fun, cheesy fact about us. Lists is what brought us together. Oh, oh, we're Feeling that back back yes. curtain. Yeah. So many, so many late night 
AIM messages back yeah. and forth about what are your top five favorite blanks? Yeah. Lists of how we fell in love. I mean, honestly, <laughs> like, you know, it's a good way to get to know somebody. It is. You know, if you want Or wanna... in, immediately judge them and, and write them off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. If you say, you know, what are your top five, I don't know, Will Ferrell movies and, you know, mm-hmm. they're... You know, way off the yeah anchorman <laughs> 2 and like yeah. you know etc and not the stepbrothers or stranger than fiction okay, I was say, they don't mention stranger than fiction yeah you know. or talladega nights which i think is completely underrated um yeah no it's, it's, it's a, a good way to just yeah know, get to know somebody also i didn't tell you this but uh Uh-oh. last week i actually found my aim logs Ooh. on one of my old uh, like hard drives oh that could be fun and yeah it's uh it's interesting it is sad <laughs> it's embarrassing to find your old journals and things yeah. like that oh i spent a good uh probably good four hours of my day once reading my old zanga yes Oof, mine was I live was... journal we we discovered them on the same day yes we were both reading our... i was, that was fun. broody emo <laughs> <laughs> that sounds right <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> as always, you can drop us a line at marriedmoviespodcast at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Married Movies Podcast, and uh, let us know what you'd like us to review in the future. Let us know what you thought of prom. If you haven't seen it, if you have seen it on Broadway, let mm-hmm. us know. We want to know. <laughs> uh, and then also we'll be, you know, thinking about our list. Think about your list. Tell us what your favorite films of 2020 were. Yes. So, okay, I thought you had more. <laughs> Just, okay. I was, I was agreeing with everything you said. Okay. I thought there was something I could add, but no, you said it all. Okay, great. <laughs> we gotta go. <laughs> thank you so much for listening for, for, uh, uh, thank you so much for listening to Married at the Movies. <laughs> at the Movies. I got the giggles. I don't know why. Do you do that? No.